Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. There we go. 636 in Edmonton. Brendan Escott with you as Bob and the Oilers. Uh, I'm sure they're on the ground in Anaheim by now. That is the front half of two games in a row this weekend. Tomorrow night, you got the Oilers and Ducks, 8 o'clock puck drop, and then Saturday, Hockey Night in Canada, and of course, right here on 6.30, Chad, they play the Kings, and it is no longer Todd McClellan's Los Angeles Kings. Wonder how that might play out. Uh, hey, with close to 35 years in business, Brent Ridge Ford has a lot of long-term loyal customers. If you currently own an F-150, you could get up to $16,000 off of a new one if you want to be treated fairly at every aspect of vehicle ownership and get award-winning service. Call our friends at Brent Ridge Ford, 780-352-6048. Ask for Rich, Johnny, and Uncle Milton sales, or Kevin, Margie, and Mike in service. Remember, cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Okay, yeah. Edmonton Oil Kings bussing back from uh, a road trip out through Moose Jaw and uh, Brandon. I guess they're not bussing back. They are continuing on a four, five game road trip. It's, it's They're away from home right now. They're a long way away from home. Uh, coming off of a loss last night in Brandon, we bring aboard the head coach of the Oil Kings, Luke Pierce. He is our headliner today as well. Brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Day. Luke, appreciate you jumping on the horn here. I know uh, we'll keep it short for you, but uh, how you doing tonight? Yeah, doing okay, Brennan. Thanks for uh, just, just going through Morse, Saskatchewan. So we're mm. on our way to Swift Current. That's right. So you've got uh, the game tomorrow night uh, against the Broncos. A uh, few losses in a row here and, and a lot of goals against and maybe just uh, overall an opinion, a thought uh, about uh, the last uh, bit of action here since we last spoke, Luke. Yeah, well, since we last spoke, we had a really good stretch there uh, coming off of our trip into BC and, you know, right through the trade deadline, really liked the way our team was playing and trending. And, um, you know, to be perfectly honest, this uh, this funk that we're in right now, I, I certainly didn't see coming. Um, really liked the way our group was going and, um, you know, had a real big comeback there at home against Calgary to, to salvage a point in overtime. And then, 
went into Calgary Sunday and uh, and laid an absolute egg, which uh, was really disappointing. And um, thought we played real well in Moose Jaw against a really good team, and then another tough one last night in Brandon. So um, just fighting it a little bit right now, mentally fragile, I think, as a, as a young team. And um, you know, unfortunately for us, the schedule doesn't get any easier here, and uh, we're going to have to find a way to fight through this. Yeah, talk about uh, just maintaining the morale as you're going through not only a long road trip here again, but uh, some losses along the way, and trying to negotiate that. There's quality hockey players all over the roster, but as you say, maybe lacking in as much WHL experience as other teams have. Yeah, I think that's the big key right now is the experience and, um, you know, teams that post-trade deadline this league steps up another level and everybody's either fighting for playoff spots or, or fighting to be um, you know into playoff mode and conditioning and you know the battle level just ups itself a little bit and I think for some of our young players to have to experience that firsthand is uh, has been a bit of a shocker but it's it's going to be good for them long term and um, right now I think just yeah that maturity in the middle of our, of our lineup is, is something I think we're uh, we're lacking a little bit. Uh, top end of the lineup, uh, you don't want to hyper-fixate on, on uh, the new guy here. Grayson Sochin, I know, was such a big addition for the organization. You look at what he's provided, uh, 20 points in 18 games. He's even on the plus-minus uh, factors. So when I know he doesn't have a ton of, of uh, you know necessarily experience in that, but you've got some guys up and down that bench, I feel like, certainly in Ty Nash and, and the pedigree that Adam Yeko may come with. There's, there's some people, Mark Lajoie would be another one, here I'm sure that can be relied upon once you know maybe you get things back under control here yeah absolutely I thought those guys got us out to a lead last night they're up two nothing early in the game and uh, unfortunately they made a mistake that you know got Brandon back in it but then it was uh, it was later on where I felt um, you know some of the depth of our group just struggled with the pressure and uh, our young decor has, has played valiant all year and, and has been playing really well, but you can see their fatigue kicking in a little bit and you get fragile and it seems like every mistake you make ends up in the back of the net. But the veteran group and a guy like Grayson, who's uh, he's such a competitor, he hates to lose and um, you know he's he's helped kind of drive that uh, mentality for our guys and just something that the rest of our group needs to continue to pick up on. So three more games out here on the road. Uh, what do you do to sort of shake the cobs, cobwebs off after you see an eight spot up there and, and a seven spot? Is it? Do you get you know more comfortable, I guess, having it roll off the back, or how does that approach change when you roll into Swift Current? Yeah, no, these ones sting. I think just because again our group in general feels like this is it's not who we are, and uh, we've made a lot of progress. So I think it's you know going into Swift Current is another high octane team that plays with a ton of offense, and for us it's. It's not any new uh, fancy sh- systems or things like that. It's it's getting back to basics and simplicity, and um, you know, for us, a lot of stuff just managing pucks a lot better and uh, playing a little simpler road game. I thought we did a really good job of that. Uh, you know, in the last month or so and, and just need to get back to the simple things. Well, I wish you all the best of luck here in this upcoming doubleheader, Swift Current tomorrow and then Regina on Saturday night. Luke, thanks for joining us tonight. Yeah, thanks for having me, Brian. Absolutely. Luke Pierce is the head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings. He's also our headliner tonight, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Reed Wilkins and an Oilers Now prospect report coming right up. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 
home stretch here. Final 15 minutes of 14 now. I should have looked at the clock, my goodness. Royal Pizza is pizza, pasta, so much more. Get their new Two Can Dine special for only $37.95 now until the end of the month, February 29th. It is a leap year. Visit royalpizza.ca. And I'll get you a prospect report uh, as well. And you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna bend the rules for this one a bit because it's fun, and frankly, there's no oversight right now. So why not? <laughs> I'm going to for our friends at Reface Magic. Save money on your kitchen renovation. Don't replace, reface. And why do I highlight this? Because, well, Jack Campbell, of course, at 31 years old, he's not a prospect, but he's playing in the minor leagues and his record since November 21st. He didn't have a good start down there. We remember that all too well. But his record with the Condors since November 21st is 10-4-0. He's got a 2.58 goals against average and a 9.23 save percentage. This is against American League competition. He has American League teammates. And to me, the confidence is the biggest thing here. Let's have Campbell remember that he is a professional goaltender and he has been able to resurface, I guess, what was um, otherwise completely damaged this season. So there's your update. He's not a prospect. I'm aware of that. But because he's really turned things around over his last 15 games or so in the minors, I think that is absolutely worth highlighting. Now, whether he factors in at any point in the rest of the season, that I remain seriously doubtful of, but uh, but it is a possibility, depending on how the goaltending market shakes out, Mr. Reed Wilkins. And uh, the trade market so far, it's been pretty entertaining to watch. I saw Monaghan go, and I started to think, oh boy, the Oilers aren't going to get left holding the bag, are they? But now that I read Frank's trade bait board, I see a lot more options that I maybe wasn't thinking of front of mind before so they're going to make an addition and i think it's going to be a pretty exciting one here in due time maybe it's not a question i know you were pondering that for a while i was pondering for your commentary i don't know if it will be an exciting addition i will it be i guess here i guess the bar is matthias ekholm (laughs) okay well for how exciting an addition it'll be I don't think whatever addition they make is going to spur another 14-game winning streak or undefeated in 15 to end the year. I don't think that. But there's a lot of talk about names that otherwise Edmonton would not be in the mix for. And you start hearing Tarasenko and Gensel and even Eberle at this point. And and you're not hearing it from from just fans. You're hearing it from people who are having conversations that these might be legitimate Mm -hmm. options. So if you're pushing your chips to the middle, I don't know that I do it for a straight rental, but if Scott Lawton is a right shot, I'd have to double check that as a centerman anyway, is available out of Philadelphia and there's a move to be made. I mean, there's, I, I think the idea of what Edmonton could add is exciting no matter where well, they go with it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I hear what you're saying. I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm saying if I'm talking about excitement, is it going to be uh, a Bugstad level? Uh, a lot in shoots left. Is it going to be a Bugstad level Thank of you. excitement? Somebody who helps, but maybe isn't it? Like, Ekholm was downright exciting. It was like, Matthias Ekholm, wow. You know? Yes, he makes a decent amount of money, but he's he's got term and he's a very consistent player. Uh, I I don't know if it'll be like that. I hear a lot of forwards names out there, and I think they would all help. I still as as now we've gotten closer to the deadline, and I know we've talked about what position do you need, what position do you need. 
goaltending if it's a obvious upgrade on Pickard. You know, and sure. I, I was hosting and I asked about Frank about Flurry, and he was kind of like, Flurry might be cheaper than you think to get in a trade, though he has to want to go to that team and feel like he's going to be a, a big piece of that team, not a support player, though maybe his attitude changes closer to the deadline. I, I'm starting to think, and I have changed my mind a couple of times, so who knows, <laughs> maybe two weeks from now I'll be thinking something differently. I still wonder if the biggest area in which the Oilers need a security blanket is on defense. Because you're one injury away from Philip Broberg, and you're two injuries away from... Ben Gleason, Ben Gleason, I guess. Or Philip Kemp, or uh, Cam Deneen, or Nima Linen, or whoever. So I, I still want... I, I mean, look, it's funny. The two players I, I really... The two veteran players I really wanted the Oilers to get in the summer were Luke Shen and Corey Perry. <laughs> and, they, and they both got more money than I thought they might be able to get. By and, a lot. And, and, then, and then through other circumstances, Perry wound up here. So, yes, I do think the Oilers will do something. I mean, Ken Holland said that interview with Bob. His role as a manager is to help the team now in his way, that they've played well, they've played awesome, mm-hmm. to get back into well into a playoff spot and to, and to have everybody feeling optimistic. Um, I, I guess, you know... I, I guess maybe the the question I'll, I'll spin the question around a little bit. In, instead of saying what, who do you want to add? What position set do you feel the most comfortable with if it didn't change? Mm-hmm. And to me, that would still be forward. Correct. I, I, I would agree with that wholeheartedly because when you look at the option of rotating, um, I, I know Connor Brown hasn't delivered really a single iota of what Oilers fans had hoped, and certainly not at that price point. But you've got Sam Gagne, who has delivered tenfold on a league minimum salary. So there's options there, and maybe more than one or two of them. I, I worry about the depth of defense because when you start finishing checks and you look around the league read right now and there's not a lot of teams finishing a lot of checks that changes in a hurry and I have yet to have seen Philip Broberg be able to absorb that kind of uh, NHL contact he might be exceeding at the AHL level with that that doesn't win you a Stanley Cup so uh, the idea of him working out is great but I have not seen that and I worry about that setting for for a kind of pressure cooker and just I'll, I'll get to a text here on the Ashley Fine Floors text line they uh, they get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors 143rd Street and 111th Avenue they are open Monday to Saturday this is from Doug in Saskatchewan who simply says 16 regular season wins in a row doesn't define a season Ironically, 16 wins in the postseason does, and that is the ultimate goal. So this was talking about, you know, it sucks that they lost it to Vegas, and and this is probably in the long run not a terrible thing. Uh, but you have to be designing a team for Game 83 and beyond. Otherwise, you're the Lob City era uh, Los Angeles Clippers. They were a lot of fun to watch with Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan. That's an obscure reference, Chris Paul. Yeah, but I, they never got anything done in the playoffs, and that's what you don't want to end no, up. No, I, I here. just hope, and I don't know exactly what that texture meant. I, I think he was just saying, yeah, you want to win 16 in the playoffs. I just hope that Oilers fans don't find a way to mock the 16-game winning streak if the Oilers don't win the Stanley Cup. 
Like it was still a hell of an accomplishment. Yeah. And I still think it should be celebrated <laughs> and remembered fondly. And I, I, I know I know if they I know the calls we're gonna get, whoa, so much for sixteen in a row. Yeah, no, it's incredible. And that's they couldn't they couldn't win playoff games in December, January, and February. Uh, I guess they didn't win in the 16 games, didn't go into February. They, but, you know, yes, they, they want to win 16 postseason games. The The winning streak is no guarantee. But you know what? Here's the thing. If they'd gone 11-5 and five in those 16 games, I don't think they'd be in the playoffs. Would they? <laughs> I don't think they would. They pretty much needed to win no, all that's 16 exactly to get right. in. That's how far out. Shea Gannam had a great stat yesterday. I don't know if he used it on his show. If the Oilers had won, had not lost to Vegas, and then had won every game for the rest of the season, they would not have. They would not have had more points than Boston had last year. That's how well Boston did last year, and how punitive the first twelve games of the season were for Edmonton. Yeah, absolutely stunning. I saw that same thing about like I, I had to double check whether it was real or not. Um, hey, you've got a show in about uh, five minutes or so. What's coming up? Well, we're going to have a lot of fun with the Super Bowl. I got some crazy Super Bowl... Well, I was going to say stats, but they're not stats because they're not... You'll see one involves cheese. Oh. Uh, (laughs) There are a couple other ones. We'll give away some canned ham t-shirts. We got some audio I want people to identify. Uh, we'll we'll do predictions today as uh, well. And Cassie Campbell's coming to Edmonton, so we'll tell you why. Excellent. I just... uh... Just watched her call that game when I was down in the States. She was on color analysis for that Oilers and Vegas game. Reed, thank you very much. We'll hear from you in a few more minutes here. i got to remind everybody uh, that this day in Oilers history is brought to you by New West Travel. Join an exclusive four-night road trip down to Dallas. Catch the Oilers playing the Stars in April. Give them a call or visit newwesttravel.com. We'll go back to 2000. Trevor Linden scored his fifth career hat trick. He was playing for the Montreal Canadiens, but it wasn't enough. It was not enough. The Oilers beat the Habs 5-4 in overtime at Molson Center. Bill Guerin had a goal and a helper, and Jason Smith tallied the overtime winner for Edmonton. Now, we lacked the presence of the big man. No Louis DeBrusque today. Usually he joins us on Thursdays for GCL Diesel. We'll connect with him tomorrow. GCL Diesel providing genuine diesel parts and turbochargers at great prices since 1972. GCLDiesel.com. It's also a throwback Friday, as mentioned. So we'll connect you with uh, George LaRock or perhaps an Oilers alum. It'll be fun nonetheless. Bob will be back in the driver's seat. Up next, we've got a global news, weather, traffic update. Thomas Dias has that. Reed has inside sports. It's Brendan Escott back here with you. We'll chat tomorrow. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.